Hello and welcome to Saturday, March 27th episode of the Hot Tip Bets podcast, the Sweet 16 preview. Coming at you with all the latest college basketball news now. Bittersweet episode here, knowing that you know we only got a few more games left in this college basketball season. But um, go ahead and make the most of it. We'll get into all that here in a little bit. But before we get into that, let's take a look back at Thursday's NIT games and see how we did with those bets. So starting off in the Mississippi State-Richmond game, um, I, we had Richmond plus two in this one. Mississippi State does end up winning this 68-67, to um, but we end up covering with that plus two. Um, DJ Stewart makes a last-second three for Mississippi State in this game to get uh, them the victory. So definitely got lucky here with Richmond. Uh, Richmond ended up closing, I think, closer to three and a half, four, somewhere in there. Um, might have even been four and a half. I don't remember exactly. So we definitely got a bad line here with Richmond. Um, but we do cash out, get that one point victory. And that carried over into the next game too. Boise State plus four versus Memphis. Boise State ends up losing this one by three, 59 to 56. Modellum Armors puts up 12 points and seven rebounds for Memphis in this game. Um, and, you know, Boise State though did a really good job just shooting the basketball, hitting 29.2% of their shots from beyond the arc. Memphis only hitting 25% from beyond the arc. So um, definitely two lucky wins here. Um, you know, def- I don't know about lucky, but definitely two close wins for sure. Um, but hey, you know what? I will take it for how our CBI bet- bets went. Um, the NIT would look a little bit better. So um, not too much to recap there, but let's take a little bit look at some college basketball news that's happening before we get into the picks. So starting off, Shaka Smart is out as the Texas head coach. Um, in a bit of shocking news to me, you know, <laughs> I was not expecting, you know, not expecting to see Shaka Smart taking the job at Marquette by any means. You know, Shaka got saved by <laughs> the pandemic last year with this job, uh, you know, more than likely. It didn't look good for Texas making the tournament last year. Gets blown out by Abilene Christian this year. But I mean, his safe, his job for the most part seemed pretty safe. He was in the top 25 basically all year. Um, and he didn't get fired, obviously. He just took a job at Marquette. And I think Marquette is really probably the better job for Shaka Smart here. I think Shaka is better off at a school that's number one priority is winning basketball games and not worrying about football. So um, definitely good for Shaka there, in my opinion. And one other little piece of news here, um, a little bit of sad news. Grand Canyon's Oscar Freyer dies in a car accident just days after playing in a NCAA tournament game. So um, thoughts and prayers definitely go out for his family um, this time. But... Um, that's enough college basketball news. Let's get into some picks for today's games. Now, we start out with the early NIT game with Colorado State taking on Memphis here. Colorado State comes into this one 20-6 and six on the season. Memphis 18-8. and eight. Colorado State has done a very good job shooting the basketball. 79.5% from the free throw line. Memphis, on the other hand, has really struggled to hit free throw this year, only hitting 60.9%. Colorado State also doing a good job shooting the three. Both these teams are. Colorado State 35.1 from the beyond the arc. Memphis 35.2. So very similar three-point shooting teams here. But this Colorado State team, just in general, is a better shooting team. Um, with a field goal, uh, effective field goal percentage of 54.3, while Memphis only an effective field goal percentage of 50.3. Um, Colorado State also does a really good job not turning the basketball over, only turns it over on 19.6% of their possessions. Memphis, on the other hand, turned it over on 22%. Um, and Colorado State also just good on offense, 90th in adjusted offensive efficiency for this Colorado State team. Memphis 154th in adjusted offensive efficiency. Um, and this Colorado State team... Well, like it definitely, you know, we're on the, well, not on the verge. They got left out, you know, of the, of the tournament, had 
play here in the NIT. They were a very good team in the Mountain West this year. And I don't know that I can say the same about Memphis in the American. While they didn't have a bad season in the American by any means, they definitely didn't play to what I would expect this Memphis team to play. So, um, you know, Colorado State getting the four points here. I really like this matchup. I think Colorado State can easily win this game outright. Um, but safe side here, I'm going to be taking the points. So like Colorado State plus four there in that NIT matchup. Moving on to the next game of the day, we got Oregon State taking on Loyola Chicago. Um, now, this game I went back and forth on quite a bit, but I don't know that it'd be right for me to for, to get off of this Loyola Chicago team. I mean, Loyola Chicago twenty six and four on the season, Oregon State nineteen and two. And if you've been watching the show for any time, you know that I was hyping the crap out of Loyola Chicago going into that Illinois game. You know, I said on Twitter, I think on <laughs> early in the week, um, last week I said Loyola Chicago was going to embarrass Illinois before we even knew that that's exactly what the matchup would be. Um, and that they did. They absolutely embarrassed Illinois. And I think they continue it. This Loyola Chicago team is a very good team. You know, people doubted them all season because they play in the Missouri Valley, um, but they have the second best defense in the country right now. Second in uh, defensive, um, adjusted defensive efficiency. Oregon State, 69th in adjusted defensive efficiency, which, you know, isn't the worst in the country by any means, but when you're in the Sweet 16, um, you know, fractions and numbers come into play. Um, Loyola Chicago also just better on offense, 35th in adjusted offensive efficiency. Oregon State closes the gap a little bit here for coming in 41st in adjusted offensive efficiency. Um, and Oregon State does do a slightly better job when it comes to turning the ball over. Only turns it over on 17.7% of their possessions. Loyola turning it over on 18.4% of theirs. Um, but Loyola just looked really good in their last game. And to be frank, so did Oregon State. You know, But Loyola does shoot the ball slightly better. 563 effective field goal percentage for them. Oregon State only an effective field goal percentage of 48.9. Um, and Oregon State has struggled a little more to hit the threes. Only 34.9% from beyond the arc. Loyola Chicago, 36% from beyond the arc. So um, very hard to choose <laughs> choose a winner for me here. You know, Loyola Chicago playing up, <laughs> playing up, playing against um, the, the conference champion of the conference of champions. So, um, but I do like Loyola Chicago minus the six and a half. I don't know that they should have a whole lot of trouble covering that spread. I think Crutwig... Um, Seals this up for Loyola Chicago and sends them to the Elite Eight. So Loyola Chicago minus six and a half in that game. Now the next game on the card is a matchup that these teams actually played each other early in the season. Oral Roberts taken on Arkansas. Um, now in their first matchup, they um, Arkansas actually beat Oral Roberts by I believe like right at 11 points. And they were actually down in the first half. Um, you know, Arkansas played a lot of, uh, Muschamp had them playing a lot of champions um, or eventual conference champions, you know, to prepare them for a situation like this. You know, they played North Texas, they played um, Oral Roberts, they played Abilene Christian. I think there was a, a fourth one there. Um, but Oral Roberts, very, very good. Um, first, number one in the country right now, shooting balls from beyond the arc, 82.4% from beyond the arc. We're up there rivaling Colorado, you know, them, those two switching back and forth quite a bit here. Um, and Arkansas, on the other hand, cannot say the same thing, only 73.7% from the free throw line. And Oral Roberts does a really good job just shooting the ball in general. 38.2% from beyond the arc for this Oral Roberts team. Arkansas only hitting 33.6% from beyond the arc. Um, and Oral Roberts an effective field goal percentage of 53.2. While Arkansas only an effective field goal percentage of 51.2. Um, and you know, this Oral Roberts team, while they did come in fourth in the Summit League, they've now knocked off Florida, knocked off Ohio State. 
Um, and they just keep rolling. And they're just not a bad team in general. You know, they only turn it over on 15.4% of their possessions, while Arkansas turns it over on 17.1% of theirs. Oral Roberts is also just a good team on offense, 66th in adjusted offensive efficiency. Um, while Arkansas does slightly edge them out there, 37th in adjusted offensive efficiency. Um, this Oral Roberts team is just very good at scoring. You know, while their defense isn't up there with Arkansas by any means, um, I think as long as Oral Roberts can just keep scoring points um, in they, it's really just going to be a shootout. It's not going to. It's not going to matter too much how well they play defense, um, and especially when it comes to covering the eleven and a half point spread. As long as Oral Roberts can just keep making points, keep making baskets, I think they can keep this game close. So, like Oral Roberts plus the eleven and a half in that game. And the final matchup we got for this Saturday Sweet Sixteen card got Syracuse taking on Houston. Um, Houston's six point favorites coming into this one. Houston is twenty six and three on the season. Syracuse eighteen and nine. Um, and while I don't love this Houston team, I have bet against this Houston team multiple times this season. In this matchup, I just couldn't, I couldn't take myself to take Syracuse. Syracuse just, I feel like Syracuse is just going to get blown out here. You know, Houston, one of the best offensive rebounding teams in the country, pulling down 39.9% of their shots off the offensive glass. Syracuse, on the other hand, cannot say the same thing. Only 29.7% offensive rebounding percentage for them. Um, and this Houston team is just very good on both sides of the basketball. 7th in adjusted offensive efficiency, 11th in adjusted defensive efficiency. Syracuse, well, good on offense, 17th in adjusted offensive efficiency, not so on defense, 89th in adjusted offensive efficiency. Um, and if you look at historically, you know, the Ken Palm adjusted offensive and defensive efficiencies, um, when we, when you look at those, it, you, it's, um, I don't remember how many back, like 10 national championships back, um, or whatever it is. They've always been top 25 in both of those categories, and Houston fits that mold perfectly. While I'm not saying Houston is going to necessarily win the national title, because frankly, I don't think they are, and I think Baylor and Gonzaga at this point have the best chance. Um, but this Houston, definitely, Houston team definitely has the best chance to come out of this Midwest region. Um, having to take on Syracuse here, getting the winner of the Loyola Chicago Oregon State game. Um, but Houston, just a good team in general. Um, really good job shooting the basketball for this Houston team. You know, 35.2 from beyond the arc for them. Syracuse, slightly better, 35.4 from beyond the arc. But I think Houston has the slight edge in this one. I don't think they have much trouble at all covering that six-point spread. Um, and I think they're going to the Elite Eight. So I like Houston, minus six here against Syracuse. And that about wraps it up for Saturday's picks here. I don't love Baylor or Villanova in that matchup, so no bet for that one. And then I don't remember what the other NIT matchup is. I can't think of it at the moment, but don't have a pick in that one either. Not a huge fan of that game. But if you do want picks for both of those games and all the other games I talked here from the Hot Tip Bets computer model, make sure you head over to the website. All of those will be posted up on the website Saturday morning, as well as NBA picks, NHL picks, and of course, horse racing back on the website. So go check that out. Um, MLB will be up on the website next week, just finishing getting the finishing touches set up for the 2021 season. Um, and as always, results for all of those picks and all the picks given out here up on the website. And if you want early access to all of my picks that I give out, follow me on Best Stamp at Hot Tibets Chris. You get up to the, you can turn on notifications, and the second I make a pick, the second I put that line in, you'll get a notification that I picked it. That way, you can take it before you even before the show is even recorded or it comes out. So definitely do that. Also follow Hot Tibets Chris on Twitter and Instagram to stay up to date on all the stuff I got going on. Um, make sure you're following the Hot Tip Bets main account, Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, TikTok. If you're watching this on YouTube, hit that like button, hit the subscribe button, drop a comment down below, and I'll see you guys tomorrow for some Sunday Sweet 16 action.